You're welcome to be seated. I just want to say, um, volunteers, you must just watch for the overflows. I see the church is uh, starting to overflow. Give the worship team just a round of praise, guys. They, um, they've done phenomenal. Come on, come on. Won't you just do better than that? In this church, we have a culture of honor. And while we are honoring people, won't you just honor our media team as well? And um, they serve you relentlessly Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. And um, I'll do my utmost best to uh, land us by, by 12 o'clock. If not, you guys will just have to watch everything there and uh, for our switch over, etc., etc. It's Mother's Day. All the ladies, come on, it's Mother's Day. Where's my woman at? Say it's Mother's Day. Come on, if there's ladies in the house that are mothers this morning, give Jesus or give yourself a praise offering this morning. Shout unto God. All the ladies, come on, where's the shout? You know, I want to talk to you about the awesomeness of mothers. What I want to ask you as we start this morning, take a moment, invite somebody to church this morning online. You can go to the church page, Empower Church on YouTube. Uh, you can go to Gebhard Barrett on Facebook. And let's invite Invite people to church. So I'm inviting you to church. I'm inviting you to a breakthrough. I'm inviting you to church this morning. Amen. And uh, I see the moms are, are very colorful. Thank you. You look beautiful. Uh, you are awesome and you are amazing. And I'll say to all the, all the ladies this morning, Upila Tata Kajenoma. Which means, which means you look beautiful today. In Afrikaans will say, you look prachtig, you look very mooi, you look wonderful, awesome-rovend. In English it's just, I don't know, beautiful, gorgeous, amazing, mouth-dropping. Hey, we can whatever, amen. But uh, to all the ladies, happy Mother's Day. And to all the moms, happy Mother's Day. To all the spiritual moms, happy Mother's Day. To all the mom figures, you're happy Mother's Day. You know, Mother's Day is an awesome day because it is a day that the flower uh, industry is smiling. Do you know today is fact that there's more flowers sold on Mother's Day than any other day in the year, including Valentine's Day. So that tells you that that boyfriend still loves his mom more than what he loves you. Uh, I'm teasing. Uh, thank God for good mothers. Amen. Uh, mothers are so important that Jesus remembered his mom before he went to the Father. That's how important moms are in the plan of God. And ladies, I need you to talk back to me this morning. I'm gonna, I, you need to shout and there's going to be places that you need to give me a loud hallelujah this morning. Um, I need to get through the Word and then we have um, a bit of a program this morning with our children. So I want to go directly to the Scripture, Genesis chapter number 2, verse number 7, uh, 8, 18 and 21. And in Genesis chapter number 2, verse number 7, the Bible says, And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Verse number 8, Then the Lord God, and I'm, I want to highlight the words for you, And then the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there He put the man whom He had formed. Please note that. Verse number 18, And the Lord God said, It is not good. It is not good that that man should be alone. I will make for him a helper 
comparable or compatible to Him. Genesis chapter number 2 verse number 21 says, And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs, please note that, and closed up the flesh in its place. So the rib which the Lord had taken from the man, he made into woman, and he brought her to the man. This is no bones of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of a man. And I want you to see as we go into the scripture this morning that when God made man, when God made Adam, when God made man, the Bible says it is not good for man to be alone. This word alone in the Hebrew language is the word all in one. In other words, when God made man, he put both man and woman in man. Are everybody okay? So when you look at this word all in one, you have to understand that again. The Bible says it is not good for all or for you to be alone. Um, and what it means is this, it is not good for man to be all in one. Everybody okay? Therefore, because God said it is not good for all of man to be in one, I'm going to put man to sleep and I'm going to take out of him a woman. Now, when God made man, God made man, the Bible says, He created man from the dust of the ground and He breathed into man the, uh, the breath of life. But when God came to the woman, he, did, he used a different word and it's the word made. Different type of translation, different understanding of the word. And I want to say the following, that you can understand this. Man was made out of the dust of the ground and in that one man was placed God, or God placed both man and woman. Everybody okay? And I want us just to understand this. Because again I say, God says it is not good for all of man to be in one man. I want to take out of man a woman. Everybody there. Now why is this important for us to understand this morning? And maybe again I can use my volunteers right here in the first service. If you guys can come please. I want to quickly demonstrate um, so that you can understand. And this is a very important place for you to understand what I want to say. Um, because if you can catch this this morning, ladies, you will never ever renegotiate your value nor your worth. A good place to say amen. Okay. If I, uh, just same as what we did um, in the first service, I want you to understand this so that you get comprehension. When God made man, this was the original man that He made. When God made man, in man was a man and a woman. Everybody with me? And God Himself was the source. So what God was the source to man, and in man was a womb man. Are you there? Are you with me? Everybody okay? So when God created a woman out of a man, He created a woman with a little bit of a different, there's, there's different attributes. It is a man with a womb that are made differently than the man. And this distinct difference between a man and a woman is that the man with a womb is a woman. Can I say it again? The man with man humus, the man, this body, humus, this man with a womb is a womb man. Okay? Now please listen to me. I, wanna, I want you to understand something. God 
if I example God for you, God was source to man. Women became source or came out of man. But God designed it that Adam would always be connected to him because he's the source. Okay, so whatever comes out of God must be supplied by God or must be sourced by God. You are the only part of God's creation where He spoke to Himself when He made you. He said, let us make man in our image and His likeness. So He's the source. So because He's the source, when man, man is made to go to God or to be connected to the source, which is God. Everybody with me. And so when man, please note this, when, when he took the woman out of the man, God's intention was that the woman will always be connected to a source. Everybody okay? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Okay, let me go a little bit deeper here. If I am the father now of the daughter and I'm the source to the daughter, it means I have paid a certain amount of finances to raise this woman and to bring her to a certain level. And as long as she's in my house, she's connected to a source. Correct? Come on, I'm just getting teaching in you. Okay? So a woman is never created to be without a source. Let me help you. Let's say as a father, I have, um, let's just use a figure. Let's say I have a hundred thousand rand or a million rand. Then I have brought this woman to a source to the value of a million rand. Are you there? So whoever wants to come and wants to replace me as the source has to be at the same dimension as what I am. If I do not do that, I'm trading my daughter down where I should trade my daughter up. Okay, let me go a little bit more. Are you, are you understanding? Now let me go a little deeper. So when a man comes and he says, I am interested in your daughter, the dowry that must be paid must be equal to his understanding of the worth that I've placed upon my daughter, raising her to a certain, a certain level. Come on, do you understand that? So women, I want you to get this morning before they go, I want you to understand when God made you, He made something of so much worth, of so much value that He connected it to a source right from the start. Last sentence before they go. So what the Lord intended, please listen to me carefully, because women came out of man and man came out of God. God is the source of man. Woman is the source of, of man is the source of woman. Let me say it again. God is the source of man. Man is the source of woman because woman comes out of man and man comes out of God. Are you there? So when a lady grows up, this is what she does. And I'll go further now my sermon. When a lady grows up, she just switch sources from the father that is the source to the husband becoming the source. That is why your Bible says a, a, a woman will never leave their mother or their father. You won't find that scripture in the Bible. The Bible says a son leaves the father and the mother. When does a son leave the father and the mother's house? When the son himself has become a source. The daughter never leaves, the son leaves. 
Oh, come on, give Jesus just some praise. Thank you, guys. Are you understanding in power? So what does it mean? It means this, that a woman is of such high value in the eyes of God that God makes a woman just switch sources. Oh, it's getting quiet here. So when God made, this is why I say a, a, a woman is a miracle. Because God put into a woman the creative order. Like you just saw here on the stage, if I don't have these two people with me, it is impossible for me to create. Because God made a man and a man with a womb has the ability to create. We can sing other songs about it, but that's God's creative order. Okay, now please listen to me. <laughs> so, without women, there is not a man. Because women are multipliers. Women are incubators. Whatever you give a woman, she'll multiply to you. If you give her a seed, she'll take that seed, she puts it into the egg, she produces a child. If you give a woman a word, she'll give you a sentence. If you give a woman a sentence, she'll give you a paragraph. If you give a woman a paragraph, she'll give you a book. Right? Am I right? If you give a woman a hard time, she'll give you hell. Woman multiplies everything. And men and women are completely different. Women when you a woman is a, a woman is a she hears words emotionally come on guys are you there men don't hear words emotionally we hear words logically and men by by their nature they want to fix stuff so when they see a problem they want to fix it so when you and ladies are not like most of the time when a woman speaks she is basically expressing her emotions oh help me ladies am i right so when she's talking to you, and men, by the way, be careful what you do with your woman because she's, she's the one basically. Women are multiplied so much. You give her a chicken, you give her some ingredients, she makes you food. So be careful how you angry you get, make it just before supper, by the way. The, 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 the point is a man is logical, a woman is emotional. So a woman hears emotionally. And she... And, and the difference is this, is that, let's use an example. Let's say um, I, I say to a man, ah, oh, but you, you're ugly. A man will hear that logically. I'll say, no, I'm not ugly. And he'll just chuck it. Are you there? Yeah. If you say that to a woman, <laughs> she'll take that word. She'll feel that word. And she will put that word into the hard drive. She'll file that word. And one day when you sit innocent, my brother, and you are talking to her and she gets upset, she says to you, remember in 2001, you said to me, I'm ugly. Am I right, ladies? Women are 2023's iClouds. They remember everything. That's why if you ask a man, how was your day? He will just say, uh, uh, 
That's for interpretation. That's not spiritual. It means it was okay. I went to work. I did this. I did that. They're not very good. We have to teach them. Men tip. When a woman asks you, give them information. Because what they are asking, they want information so that they can feel your day. Oh, am I right? Am I wrong? You see, what you have to understand is when God, when God made a man, He placed that man in Eden. Then He told man, go and work. Then He told man, cultivate. He did all of this before Eve was on the scene. I'll say it again. He told man, I place you in Eden, in my presence. Two, you have to work. Three, you have to cultivate. In other words, you have to improve. Cultivation means improvement. In other words, when you receive a woman, it is your responsibility before God to improve her. Peter says in 1 Peter 3, 7, he says this, the reason why many men's prayer are not answered is because they don't dwell with their wives in due honor. In actual fact, that word there speaks about God doing this, la, 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 to a man that does not honor his family. Come on, are you there? And so for a woman to find a man, a man must have three things. One, he must be a lover of God's presence. Two, he must love Eden, which is a place of with God. Three, he must work. <laughs> Please guys, just bear with me. You have to work. I'm sorry, that's God's design. Presence, Eden, work, cultivate. Improve what you got. That's why this beautiful lady that sits here in front, I've been with her for 18 years. She looks better. You see, the thing is this, we have got powerful women today. You've got women that can drive their own cars, they buy their own houses, they get their own salaries. We have the most, we have intelligent women. But then you go and make a mistake. You go and find a brother that doesn't love the presence, that doesn't love Eden, that cannot work and that cannot cultivate. No, you don't want a lover. You want a husband, ladies. You want a man's man. You want a man that loves God. You want a man that loves Jesus. You want a man that can cultivate you, love you, hold you, caress you, be with you. Come on, am I right? Come on, give Jesus some praise. Say, all the ladies say, you're preaching good. No, come on ladies, help me out this morning. Say, you're preaching good. <laughs> all the men. Listen, we'll have Father's Day, okay? So then we'll switch the side a little bit here. But when God made a woman, you have to understand, God made not just a, a something, God made a someone that can carry the, the, the redemptive plan of the universe. Women are so powerful that when God spoke to Mary, she agreed with Him. When God both, both spoke to Zechariah, He needed to shut him, shut him up. 
Because Mary said, Be it unto me whatever you say, God. Be it unto me whatever you say. Zechariah was, he was doubtful. The angel said, We will not allow you to mess up God's plans. Zip the lip. Until the baby came and he said, His name is John. Christ is the head, the man is the foundation. Children are to be part of the covenant. Children are not to be born outside the covenant of family. God's first governmental structure is family. Come on guys, are you there? Before there was a government, there was a family. Before there was a politician, there was a family. God's healthy, healthy society looks like family. How do we know South Africa is in trouble? Because our families are in trouble. The, 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 what has happening currently in our nation is not because of um, a politician, etc., etc. The, the reason why our community is sick is because the families are sick. Family is the building block for community. Healthy family, healthy community, healthy cities, healthy nations. So what does Satan attack right now? Family. He just knows if he can get a man out of his place and a man is not is not uh, where he's supposed to be. He knows he's got direct access to that woman. The reason why we have women stepping out to a man's job is because we got absent fathers. There's a massive difference between having a baby and being a father. Fatherhood takes time, effort, money. Hello? Your family doesn't need your wallet. They need your presence. Be present. Be there. Be home. A woman can take a building and she can make it a home. Come on guys, are you okay with me? I want you to understand this. Because if we, we have to get our families right. Family is the foundation for reproduction. Children are meant to grow up in healthy families. This is God's design. He doesn't have another design. The community or nation is only as strong as a family. The society is a reflection of what is happening in the family. The reason why South Africa has got so much crime, so much corruption, so much thievery, so much thefts, all of these things are happening around us is a direct reflection of what's happening in families. You must understand these people are a result of people that didn't father them, that didn't help them, that didn't mother them. Come on, are you with me? I'm not putting it all on the fathers and the mothers. What I'm showing to you, there's a blueprint and it's called family. And because family was there before any other institution was there, then that family cannot be run through an institution. A family is run by the Word of the Lord. The government cannot tell you how to run your family. You tell you God, oh, your family is run by the Word of the Lord. The Word of the Lord is the standard. Come on, guys. Are you, come on, just give Jesus some praise. I hope you understand what I'm saying. And so for you to understand what, I, what I'm trying to get across is that if the family is sick, the nation is sick. And so please know, man is not the head. Christ is the head. Man is the foundation. He's the carrier. God gave man the foundation. So as a man, my responsibility is to be the foundation. Are you there? A house is built on a foundation. Come on. Everybody are with me? And as long as a man is the foundation, the house can be built. If the foundation is absent, then it is more difficult, much more, because it's God's design as man first, then out of man, woman. 
And I want you to understand this is a man this morning that the Bible calls a woman a helpmate, a helper, right? That doesn't mean she's weaker or lesser. It just means she's, the Bible says when a woman is made weaker, it means physically weaker. That's what the scripture means. Well, these days it's not 100% true anymore. Um, it is true, but you know, catch what I'm saying. There's some women that are really strong. That's the point. Um, I'm teasing, by the way. But for a woman to be a helper, a man has to have a vision. Because if a man doesn't have a vision, what must a woman help with? A man cannot sit on a couch and expect a woman to be a helper. She's helping to what? You are the Christ is the head, the man is the foundation, and woman is the helper to the foundation that has a vision and a purpose derived from Christ. So if you don't understand your vision for your life, you are leading your family nowhere. A man's first responsibility is to present his family to God. As king, priest, and prophet, what does it mean? I'm a priest unto God for myself and behalf of my family. I'm a prophet unto God on behalf of myself and for my family. I'm a voice piece to my family. I am a king unto God as His king. And He's not a dominating king. He's a servant king. Let me throw this out. I'm coming for landings here. I want you to understand, a man that's in the presence of God cannot lift his hand for a woman. It is impossible. A man in love with the presence of God cannot curse a woman. A man in love of the presence of God cannot not take care of a woman. It is impossible. We have to readjust the sails of our heart and we have to say, God first. Work second. God first. Let me give you the order of God. God, family, work, ministry. Your ministry unto God comes out of your family. Don't neglect your family. Oh no, that was ladies, you should have like shouted. You, you should have been like, Amen, Hallelujah. You see, God gave a task to a woman. He gave a message to a, a God gave a task to a man. He gave a message to a woman. Let me say it like this. If you touch the family, you touch God. If you touch the family, you touch God. A woman, again I say, a woman hears emotionally, but a man hears analytically. He, he thinks. So ladies, you have to explain to him. If you talk to him, ask him, what have you heard? Yes, I'm helping. I'm doing counseling here this morning. What have you heard me say? Are you there? Never go to bed angry, ladies and gentlemen. If you do church, you give a direct access for Satan. You touch the family, you touch God. Woman needs affection. They're different. Man doesn't need affection. He, his number one priority is sexual intercourse. He's made like that. Are you there? Men, let me help you. What, when you have sexual intercourse with your wife, that is not affection for her. It's getting quiet. Why are you so quiet when we speak about these things? A woman wants to be held. She wants to be told. She wants to be massaged. 
She wants to be loved. You have to plan it. You have to move according to it. But men don't get it. They think, ah, oh, let's just do it and get it done. No, no. Hold her, love her, caress her, tell her. Through the day, send the SMSs. Hey, I love you. You're beautiful. You're awesome. You're amazing. Send her flowers. Buy her things. Be romantic. I promise you, then you can drive that car as fast as you can home. All the women say? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm escaping off this pulpit right there to the back. Women are so powerful that they can take out a man. Sarah was so powerful. God spoke to Abram, then Sarah spoke to Abram, and Abram listened to Sarah. It's true. David was a powerful king, yet Bathsheba took him out. Come on, are you guys with me? Women are powerful. Adam was doing good, then comes Eve. Now we are. Powerful woman. Esther, one lady, she turns a whole nation upside down. Do I have some Esthers here this morning that can shake a nation? Hallelujah, come on. Women, women are powerful, man, I tell you. Powerful, 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 powerful. I'll never forget, I'll tell you a story, and then I'll go into one more thing. Women are powerful. My dad would come from, my mom was small. She's, in, she's with the Lord now, five foot four. She was small. My dad was tall as me. And um, my dad would come when he worked at a secular, he'll come from Adunsa. He was angry because he had hard times there. Then he'll come into, and my mom will be standing at the door. She'll point her finger like right this in his nose. She'll say, you demon of anger, you stay outside this house. If you want to come in here, you have to be at peace. And she pointed her finger in his nose like that. And he were educated, shame. Hey, I feel for my dad. He was educated, he couldn't come in if anger didn't stay outside. Power of a godly woman. <laughs> hey, I tell you, we need moms again that says, no, 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 this devil doesn't come into this house. We need women that says, hey, this, this rubbish on this phone doesn't come into this house. We need women that says, this stuff doesn't enter this house. Not for me, not for my kids, not for my grandkids, no. We say no, it stops with us. We need women to show up with the men. When little boys wanna try to play with your girls, you come up there with a stick. You say, hey, the other day, my, my, one of my daughters, she had a birthday. And so I just went and I made sure, you know, I exercise, so I make sure that I wear a shirt that's tight. And I had my glasses on, I was talking to nobody. I was just looking at them. But no fear, everybody was small, tiny, 
It's like, no competition, it's okay. It's true. Why? My daughters are of high worth. Somebody that wants them has to be better than me. It's true. Otherwise, I'm sorry. Pass by. Skis. Verkeerde huis, verkeerde adres. No, she doesn't live here. I'm sorry. You know, uh-uh. Show me your bank account. Do you love the king? Tell me about your future. What's your vision? What's your purpose? Where are you going? What's the plan? Are you there? High standards. Never marry down, young ladies here. Listen to me this morning. Ladies, never marry down. Marry up. Yeah, come on. I don't know if I'm going to be in trouble or not after this. It's okay. The value of your daughter and the woman that sits in this house is so valuable that Christ left heaven. He left paradise to come and die for you. So we must never forget the value that the master placed on us. You are, as you sit here this morning, you are 46 chromosomes. You are 23 chromosomes in your father's side. You are 23 chromosomes in your mother's side. Do you know that? As I stand here this morning, I'm tall on my father's side. I've got brown hair on my mother's side. As I stand here this morning, I have persistence on my father's side, but I have tenacity in my heart for, from it. It's all from my mom. She was like that. If Jesus would have stood here, he would have done that. He would have said it like this. Jesus walked in, on the streets of Jerusalem on his mother's side, but he walked on the water on his father's side. You can say that he walked through the door on his mother's side. But he walked through the wall on his father's side. He would eat fish on his mother's side. But he multiplied the bread and the fish on his father's side. He was a carpenter on his mother's side. But he, placed, he was placed upon the cross on his father's side. He was put into the tomb on his mother's side. But the grave couldn't hold him on his father's side. They put nails into his hands on his mother's side, but he came out of the cross on his father's side. He died on his mother's side, but he rose again, both now and forevermore, on his father's side. Hallelujah! Oh, hallelujah! And guess what you are? You are sons and daughters of the Most High Father God. You have the supernatural naturally inside of you. You are the head and not the tail above and not believe. All things are possible for those who believe in the one that has come, that has loved us. Oh, come on, give Jesus just 10 seconds. 10 seconds of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you this morning. Know your worth. Know your worth. Somebody comes into your life, say, do you love the presence? Do you have a job? Can you cultivate? Can you improve this? What is your purpose? Where are you going? What is your vision? You ask questions. Whatever question you do not ask before marriage will question you in marriage. 
Say it again. Ask the questions. Say, come, sit down. Question one, do you love Jesus? Question two, do you love His Word? Question three, do you love the Holy Spirit? Question four, do you love church? If you stammer at any one of them, you just stand up and say, this is too good for you. And you walk away. Men, I love you. We have to be who we are. Amen? Amen, 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 amen. amen.